Welcome to another episode of Appalachian Shine, the official podcast for the Foundation for Appalachian Advancement. I'm JC, and thanks again for tuning in. You know, it's a beautiful time of year. Uh, the leaves are starting to change. I'm actually colorblind, ironically, uh, red-green colorblind, but I can actually start to see some of the leaves lightening up. Uh, and hopefully in a couple of weeks, this, this place here in central Appalachia will just be on fire with amazing colors. And it's a great time of year uh, for a lot of people to actually uh, get out into nature, hike, enjoy the cooler weather, enjoy the scenic changes, and uh, all the amazing things that we have here in our own backyard to do. I uh, hate to beat a dead horse, but right here in the middle of the COVID pandemic, uh, we have a renaissance of people trying to get out of the cities and come back to nature to experience all the things that we have here in central Appalachia. And uh, no better time for us to get out and enjoy it, get outside, um, see the amazing creation God gave us here at this place we call home in central Appalachia. So stick around. We're going to talk about a few things right here in this particular county that I'm located at. And in future episodes, we'll talk about some other counties and locations and things to do in our own backyard. So stick around and we'll talk a little bit about Tazewell County. from friends of mine in a band called Blues Hammer from uh, Virginia Beach, actually. Good old Virginia boys here. So I've had an opportunity lately to drive some across uh, Mountain Parkway in uh, eastern Kentucky and through parts of West Virginia, uh, northeast Tennessee, uh, and then here across southwest Virginia. And um, in a previous episode, I talked about how I'd seen these historical road markers, and yes, I turned into that nerd that pulled off the side of the road just to read these markers, and I was learning more about all these various forts that were built around the region uh, leading uh, in what was called Lord Dunmore's War, and um, one, of the, one of the locations that I found one of those road markers and I, and I went to find was in Maiden Spring which is near Pounding Mill, Virginia, which, you know, if you're not from this particular area, it's Tazewell County between the towns of Richlands and Tazewell. So it's kind of a little bit off the beaten path to find that road marker. But I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the things here that are just amazing things that we drive past every single day here in our county. And I'm sure a lot of folks around here know about it, and there are some that probably won't. But let's talk about a few things that are right here that – if you're listening and you're in driving distance here in southwest Virginia or southern West Virginia, northeast Tennessee, take a trip, uh, take a road trip, take an afternoon on a Saturday or or if you're uh, still furloughed at home from, um, I guess, a company layoffs or whatever, 
uh, get out and get some fresh air and see what's in our own backyard. There's amazing things here, right here in this particular county, that uh, seems to, um, I guess, you know, we take for granted, take for uh, take advantage of, take for granted. Maiden Spring is one of those areas. As I drive through Maiden Spring, um, it uh, it is one of the most beautiful places that I think I've seen. Uh, and I just really set out to go find a road marker, but you know, once I once I actually took some time to drive through, uh, you know, Maiden Spring, I was incredibly impressed with just how majestic and beautiful this place is. Um, some of you in the area may remember a couple of decades ago, they filmed a movie here called Lassie, Best Friends Are Forever. And uh, that was back in 1994. And uh, it was filmed in what they call the Cove and what they call Thistle Cove Farm, which is on the cover of the uh, movie. Um, however, as I, I was driving through there, and seldom do I pass a car or a truck, mostly it's farm trucks that I would pass when I when I did pass, but it's a lot of agriculture back there, um, a lot of cattle, uh, saw sheep and horses, believe it or not, um, but just to see some of the wildlife back there was really kind of amazing. I, it seemed like I would uh, run into anything. Like I was actually started at one point looking for a, a turkey vulture um, and a bald eagle because it seems like those areas would be just ripe for this this type of thing. However, um, the thing that made me think of like Maiden Springs as a place that definitely worth taking a road trip, a scenic drive, is because of that fort uh, uh, that was built there during Lord Dunmore's War, and it was actually called it was called Reese Bowen Fort was another name for it. So I actually started doing some digging. I found a lot of really interesting history that happened right there from pre-revolutionary war to the revolutionary war to the battle of king's mountain um and uh then on through the civil war and how some of those people in the, that, that particular family actually uh was so vital to the county uh forming and the leadership in the county and actually in congress believe it or not um and uh, it was really really fascinating um there's actually a, a house there if you drive by. It's a, um, the main house uh, it was for the uh, known as Reese Bowen's Fort. The um, main house it's a it's a big uh, I guess it's a, how would I I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this? It's a, it's a huge two story place, and um, it's also on the private property with it. There was I noticed uh, and from what I've read I noticed a slave house. Um, a horse barn. Um, it looked like there was like a like an area for corn storage. There's a cemetery and a schoolhouse there also. And uh, it was that there's actually um, water called Maiden Spring that spring water that comes right out of the mountain there. Uh, during the Civil War, uh, Confederate troops actually camped uh, at this farm. And during the Revolutionary War, or Lord Dunmore's War, this was one of the many forts uh, that was uh, used to protect settlers from Indians uh, as they expanded westward. So really fascinating place, amazingly just a beautiful drive. Uh, the scenery is just second to none. So that's one thing, just to take, a, just to take an afternoon drive and see some back roads you've never seen before. Uh, another thing I thought was really interesting here in this particular county 
at the other end, if you go to Bluefield, uh, close to Bluefield, Virginia, there's the old uh, uh, seam outcropping in uh, Pocahontas, the uh, the the uh, coal mine, the uh, exhibition mine. So you can actually, this was a, there was a big boom in coal. It was back in the 1880s, 1890s. Um, and that particular outcropping was located in Pocahontas, which again, you know, your Tazewell and uh, Bluefield. So it's actually just east of a, a cemetery that uh, that was located near there. This particular place, actually, it will be back. It will, they've gotten grants to, I guess, renovate. It's now an, actually an exhibition mine. You can actually go in and go down in the mine. You can ride down in the mine now and take a tour of what it was like to coal mine back in that era. Um, so this is part of an effort to pervert, uh, preserve history, um, a very important history that helped develop and build southwest Virginia with the coal mining industry. Uh, so there's a museum there that uh, you get tours from retired miners, and you know they'll lead you through the the real mine, and uh, you know that that actually was very important for heating homes, not just here in this in this part of the country here in Virginia, but across the United States. And for a while, that was actually the preferred fuel that was used uh, by the United States Navy that came from that mine. So um, yeah. The, after that, I mean, the Pocahontas Cemetery is quite old as well. It's also a historic site, I think, listed on the Virginia Registry. And um, it is very, very much worth going through there and just taking a just taking a, a walk through history. It's actually fascinating. And you get to see kind of what helped build our region. Not just the leaders that we saw from, like, the Bowen, uh, Reese Bowen Fort, and those folks that helped shape the county going forward, but the industries that helped shape it, um, the dedication that people took to work in such conditions during that time that lost their lives um, so that the rest of us could be warm and have lights, you know. Um, also, while you're there, there's actually a Roman Catholic church with these big, huge murals on the ceilings. Um, St. Elizabeth's Roman Catholic Church. Definitely worth stopping by if you're in the area. Another one of my favorite places uh, would be over in Thompson Valley. Another scenic drive called Back of the Dragon. Uh, and you see a lot of motorcycles. Um, just groups of people riding bikes that will take that drive. It's especially beautiful right now in the fall. As you go across, it's uh, if you're on Route 19, 460, in Tazewell actually, You'll, you'll be at a location where there's a big, um, right now, it's um, a corn maze and a pumpkin patch field. But across the road, there's what's um, Fort Witten, or also known as Crab Orchard Museum, which is another one of my favorite locations here in the county. Um, that museum actually is a step back in time, too, to the you know, settlers' days. And you actually go back before the Revolutionary uh, War to not just Lord Dunmore's War, but um, the original settlers, the Indians that lived in the area, um, what the actual area was like before Indians and going back, you know, millions of years, so the, the wildlife and the fauna. It's really a great location for five bucks to go through that, that tour. 
is uh, it's a pretty cheap deal, actually, because once you're done there, you get to walk around the grounds and see the old uh, cabins that were built as replica. But anyway, as you turn at uh, Crab Orchard, uh, Lake um, Fort Whitten, and you drive back uh, toward Thompson Valley, as you go across the back of the Dragon, there'll be a sign that'll direct you how to go as you go down that road. Just follow the signs. Uh, there's probably not a better drive right now if you want to see the leaves changing and just what fall is like in these beautiful mountains. Um, there's also places where you can stop along the way, pull off the road for scenic views. And occasionally I'll post uh, pictures of that. I'll go up there on occasion just to see a sunset. And I'll post pictures of that on our Facebook uh, page for the foundation, which is facebook.com forward slash support Appalachia. Another amazing drive. If you follow it all the way through, you'll probably come out in uh, Marion, Virginia, right next to um, Hungry Mother's Park. So those in the area that may not be from Tazewell County, but are over near I-81, Interstate 81, uh, in near the Virginia-Tennessee border, you probably know what Hungry Mother's Park is. So that's another location I thought was just amazing. Um, another place in Tazewell County that is a must-visit, if, especially if you're not from here. If you're from here and you haven't been to Burke's Garden, the next sunny day, you make it make it a point. <laughs> make it a point this weekend. Uh, Burke's Garden is an amazing, amazing place, and it is a geographical oddity, actually. Um, from an aerial view, it looks like you see a mountain, but the top of it has caved in. So it actually looks like an extinct volcano, from satellite photographs and uh, photographs from you know, aerial photos I've seen. But what actually happened, uh, according to a lot of scientists, was that there was a lot of underground caves, uh, limestone, and it had collapsed. But if you ask people around here what another name is for Burke's Garden, they'll tell you God's Thumbprint. Because um, I guess the saying is that when God put his hand on the area to bless it, he left his thumbprint in Burke's Garden. So it kind of does from aerial look like a thumbprint, but uh, but a beautiful place. Now, I've been there quite a few times. Now, usually in late September, except for this year because of the COVID, um, there's a, a festival over there. Um, and it, it's a good time of year that uh, people show up. They set up their vendors will set up things and sell their arts and crafts. You'll have some music. Um so this year, I don't think they did anything, but it's definitely worth going for the fall festival, maybe plan it next year. You actually have a lot of farmers that will set up and have a lot of just great produce that is just grown right there. Um, beef that is made you know, from cows that are raised right there. There's actually a, a store down there, kind of general store. As you go in, make sure you stop. All of that is like the freshest meat. Um, I have probably one of the best hamburgers I've ever had in my life from that place. And all the bread is like home-baked home sourdough bread. And it's actually owned by a, a local Amish lady um, who, who lives right there in Burke's Garden. Uh, there's also, a, if you park your car uh, near uh, the Mill Dam, you can actually bike around, it's a 10 or 12 mile loop around it that you can go and if you actually drive up there's a service road there too that if you drive up 
and you can actually hike. It takes you near the, it takes you right into the Appalachian Trail from there. But once you get up to the, uh, there's a way you can hike up to one of the scenic overlooks of the area, and it is probably, gosh, maybe one of the best scenes that you might ever see in your life. It's actually called Chestnut Ridge Shelter, um, and it's, there's all kinds of overlooks up there that you can just look down into the valley and just, it's just mesmerizing how beautiful God's creation is here, right, right in our our neck of the woods here in Appalachia. So that's one thing that um, I encourage you to do. I know we have listeners from various counties across Southwest Virginia, Southern West Virginia, Eastern Tennessee, um, Eastern Kentucky, and maybe even a couple of counties up in Ohio. That's in uh, Appalachia. Uh, take some time over the weekend. Get out and explore your area a little bit. See something maybe you haven't seen before. It's a perfect time of year for it. If you get photos and want to share it with us, uh, you can always email it to me at jc at supportappalachia.org, and I'll put them up on Facebook for you uh, so that people can you know, share your work. You know, I'll, I'll share your name and give you credit, and that way people can can see the, the beauty and the nature of what is in your neck of the woods. And maybe on the next episode, we'll be talking about your county or your town. Uh, another place that's uh, really interesting to me, the Clinch River actually runs right through my town. And the Clinch River is actually one of the most diverse ecosystems um, as far as rivers in the entire United States. And it runs through Richlands, runs through Cedar Bluff, which is the next little township over. And there's actually an old grist mill there. And um, it's called, I think it's Old Mill Road, maybe the, the name of it. Um, you can go wading in there, fishing. Uh, it's, it's a perfect time of year for it, too, because things are cooling off, and it's not the, you know, the hot days of the summer if you like to fish. Um, but there's all kinds of wildlife around. Um, plant enthusiasts can see so many different kinds of trees, and um, yeah, I guess a lot of birds through there, too. I see a lot of uh, is it blue heron. I see flying through there a lot. Um, so it's definitely a, de a place that's worth seeing. There's actually some endangered species there. I was actually talking to uh, Ernie Binko, uh, Dr. Binko, who's been on a couple of our podcasts here, and he's also one of our founders and uh, one of our directors. Um, he was telling me that there were different endangered species of mussel in the clinch. And um, so now there's, a, I think the Virginia uh, Game and Wildlife have stepped in to kind of protect these. Um, and let's see, I'm trying to think there's three that are endangered on the list. And, uh, anyway, so it's just such a unique habitat here. Cedar Bluff is an amazingly beautiful town too. Uh, there's right nearby. Um, and, uh, if you just, you know, if you want to fish in the clinch or wherever, right nearby is a place that locals here, we call it the cuts, but actually it's just route 19, uh, coming from, you know, Richlands to Claypool Hill, or the road going from Richlands to Claypool Hill. If you turn off there, there's a, the cuts is really just basically two big mountains you're driving between that they blasted decades ago and made a roadway through. Um, you can actually drive up to the top of that hill and park, and there's a little picnic area there. There's picnic tables everywhere. Um, a really nice, uh, you can kind of look out over, you know, the traffic down below. But there's a hike that you can take up to the top. And I think the uh, the elevation is probably close to 2,500 feet, 
But if you make it to the top of the hike, there's a just a beautiful view as far as your eye can see in all directions. It's um, it, it's it's really just just amazing. It's I think it's uh, even though the you know the overlooks elevation is pretty high. I think it's it's a pretty pretty nice little hike up, <laughs> but uh, but they've actually paved a trail, and uh, I think the Department of Transfer Department of Transportation. Uh, built that into the side of the mountain, the trail that goes up. So, um, yeah, once you're at the observation deck, which is probably close to 800 feet above the beginning of the trail, so it's a it's a good distance up. Um, you can uh, make sure you take a camera. That's another place that's an absolute favorite uh, to go to. Again, this time of year, you can't go wrong. Um, it's just uh, just amazing. Here's a little step back in history for you, too. There's a place that's called the Hand Store. It's in Wardell, which is near Southwest Community College. Uh, the locals call it the Hand Store. It's actually the Highland Bull Pub. And it's on Highway 609 uh, as you're on Route 19 um, heading toward the Community College from Claypool Hill area, Richlands. Um, you just, you'll turn there and go back just a little distance. You'll see, you, you can't miss it. Uh, it was once the home of what they call Wardell hands and, uh, you can get sandwiches there, but the, here's the interesting thing. A lot of people go there just to enjoy a cold one. They have over a hundred kinds of beer and the interior design of it's like something from yesteryear, funny signs, um, but anyway, the owner, uh, I suppose, uh, it, maybe it's maybe it was an older owner, but uh, used to have um, Scotch Highland cattle, and they sold beef there. So you know, it was really an interesting place to stop. Um, it's actually there's a bike trail close there too, uh, or maybe it runs right through it, the heart of Appalachia bike route. So you know, if you're up that area. Whether you're there for a sandwich or a brew, or taking your bike, uh, it is an amazing, you know, beautiful scenery back there as well. Again, there's so many places here you can't go wrong with how beautiful the scenery is in places. It's like you took a step, you know, back in time and just enjoying your own kind of heaven. And I imagine a lot of you that are listening think maybe think the same thing about your neck of the woods. Uh, what what is amazing and beautiful in your uh, town or county? Uh, share it with us. Um, we'd love to talk about your town and county, some of the things that uh, should draw people in you know, as far as tourism, or get people off their couch to go explore their own backyard, their own history. Uh, we're ripe with history here in America, in this uh, part of the country here in Appalachia. As a matter of fact, I've, I've started reading a new book. Well, it's not a new book, but it was uh, new to me uh, about uh, the history of Appalachia and how our culture um, helps shape the country. Our history and our culture help shape the country. And when you think about something as simple as like Lord Dunmore's War, yeah, if it weren't for a bunch of upstart Appalachians going up to um, Point Pleasant, West Virginia, would how long would it have taken for the Civil or the Revolutionary War to start? Because that was, they say, the unofficial first battle of the Revolutionary War. And from right here. So amazing history and amazing places. Um, you can get out, see some scenic overlooks, take some hikes, stop by places, you know, you have lakes in your town or county, 
Uh, I know here in um, Tazewell County, we have Lincolnshire Park, really nice lake there in downtown Tazewell. Uh, we also have uh, Lake Witten, which is near the Baptist Valley area uh, here in Tazewell County in the central part of the county. Just amazing places and one of the most diverse ecological systems and one of the oldest rivers here in America and North America with the Clinch River. So much we have um, to embrace. And, you know, I suggest, uh, recommend you go out and embrace it this week. Take a friend, take a family member. It is Friday, so hopefully we'll have a beautiful weekend ahead of us. Go see some changing leaves. Enjoy the colors that I can't really enjoy. But, um, but hopefully in the next week or two, I'll be able to get out and get some pictures too. Hey, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Appalachian Shine. Uh, we'll be back again soon with another topic, another location and maybe some interesting history. In the meantime, if you have any topics you'd like us to talk about on the episodes, uh, drop me an email. Again, jc at supportappalachia.org, uh, or touch base with us on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, thanks again, and we'll talk to you down the road.